0: the Leader of the Liberal Democrats, Tim Farron.
1: Where do you think Theresa May is tonight? Take a look out your window. She might be out there sizing up your house to pay for your social care. And and why do you think she called this election? She wants five years as Prime Minister, and she thinks you'll give it to her, no questions asked, literally. Even if she brings in a dementia tax, sacks your kids' teachers, and nicks their lunches while she's at it. We can all agree that is a rubbish offer. Look, I know we don't all agree on Brexit, but she's off to negotiate a deal for you, for me, for all of us. Imagine if it's a bad deal. I mean, dementia tax bad. I know that to persuade you to vote Liberal Democrat, I have to give you some really good reasons. So here's three. One, I'll rescue the NHS and social care by putting a penny on income tax. Two, I'll give you the final say on the Brexit deal, not Theresa May. Three. Whatever power you give me, I'll use it to stop her taking you for granted.
0: Hola, yo soy Margarita y estás escuchando Limehouse Podcast. Yay! This is Paddy Ashton, and you're listening to The Limehouse Podcast. What a good name that
1: is. Hi, I'm Tom Brake and this is The Limehouse Podcast. Hello, this is Nick Clegg and you're listening to The Limehouse Podcast. I hope you enjoy it. Because I'm not persuaded by the case for war. This is what positive politics can do.
0: So how about that TV debate, huh? That wasn't too bad. I actually really, I kind of got into it in a big way. I think it's got something to do with the uh, coronas that I had. uh, And the canvassing that I did earlier on in the evening in uh, Simon... Hughes' Ward in Bermondsey in London. So I came back, watched it on the iPlayer, and I thought Tim Farron did, did pretty damn well. I mean, you know, we're not, we're not really used to such attention for Tim. It's fantastic. Um, obviously, his opening statement and his closing statement were fantastic, um, or at least I thought so anyway. Um, he got a lot of laughter and a lot of applause on his closing statement, and rightly so. Um, so, yeah, you would have heard an awful lot uh, about, um, the the TV debates by now. Uh, so I'm going to bring you a, a little interview I did with Tim not so long ago, um, just under a week ago in Vauxhall, in the, uh, Kate Hoey, um, challenged seat there, uh, um, George Turner's fighting and, and it was good, we, we met up, we had about sort of five, six minutes in, in a cab, it's a really quick chat so I'm just going to bring it to you now and then afterwards we'll do a bit more uh, TV debate and I'm going to bring you a little chat with Bobby Dean as well that we had uh, out in the streets of Burmese tonight, Bobby Dean as you will know is a uh, a, a panellist on the show and he's out uh, wearing holes in his shoes at the moment and knackering his knees knocking on doors even even though you're meant to use your, your, your hand to knock on a door. Was that a joke? I don't know. I think I'm really tired. It is 12 o'clock. Anyway, bye. Here
1: you go again. Well done, George. You did very well. Oh, George, up. that was great. Hello, Tim. How are you? Nice to see you again. <laughs> yes, likewise. <laughs> oh, buddy. Did you get the um, labour accident? Hello, I, think, I, mean, yeah. I think, to be fair, um, the uh, what's the name from the Daily Mail, yeah. um, and the guy from the PA. Took a, literally took a bullet for us That's almost. <laughs> oh, were they from the yeah. Daily Mail? Yeah, nice. uh, well no, he's... Yeah. he's I, mean, I can't see him. Have it now, um, go. <laughs> How do you feel about Blackburn Rovers? Well, I think I was resigned to it. Um, it was uh, yeah. a great tragedy, but I knew it was coming. Are you going to manage them
0: one day? Well, who knows? Maybe that <laughs> might be uh, the next career. Yeah, um, okay you guys doing a documentary? <laughs> no, yeah, 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 yeah. This is undercover for Blackburn right? <laughs> yes, so you were down
1: with... The, the making of a manager. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, so the, the, the Liverden Battle Bus um, is the former Crystal Palace bus. And so my bit at the back of the bus is the... Really? Pardieu boudoir. Uh, okay. did, you, did you get it um, like a few quid off? I or don't know. I mean, no? I think Nick used it last time around, so I think it's okay. been used for other purposes also. Okay, yeah. Uh, but it's l- not cursed, though. Um, well, no, no, yeah. I mean, they stayed up, so you know, okay. we're, we'll, we'll come with that. Um, yeah. Last year, for the EU referendum, the bus that we used was the Charlton Athletic bus that they had. Uh, just been relegated to League One or Okay, now. so there's, there's a pattern. Been, uh, there is, yeah. But well, yes. well, hopefully
0: not. Well, you know, it's not the end of the election,
1: though. It's yeah. not. No, no, exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'll tell you what the, um, oh, sorry, you guys go. Ahead. No god. <laughs> no. I was going
0: to say the the reaction on on social media to the crowd outside. Yeah is stuff like Labour claim to be so p- perfect and above it all but they're just as bad as the Tories, pathetic, and shows George Georgetown has them worried. That's Okay, okay. <laughs> well that was my reaction. Yeah,
1: yeah, it didn't but, look very good,
0: did it? Yeah, but how's your day been? Because you've been with uh, Vince Cable. We well, we started off, I
1: started up, up in the um, up in the patch and then did Manchester Withington uh, okay. with John Leach. You, Man- August- you were in Manchester were Manchester first, it. and then we went at nine o'clock to Manchester and we went to GP surgery and talked to carers. It's really good, really so interesting. So what time is it now? It's, uh, I had no idea Is it 8.30 it says 8.35 um, so um, and then we've been to Twickenham as you say went to to Graze um, to look at uh, which is technically in Sarah Olney's patch so we were with Sarah and Vince okay. uh, but literally almost bang on the border um, and um, so that was great and uh, how's, how's Vince uh, how's his morale I mean did
0: I get the impression because he was on question time the the day yeah he's, he's like he hadn't left
1: oh, no 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 it's, uh, I mean I think so many of the folks are having another go uh, particularly, I think Vince and Ed yeah. here and Simon. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: uh, and Joe Swinson's another good example as well. Yeah, um, it, Jay, yeah. They had not expected this to come up as nobody else did. Yeah. And what a chance to um, grab the opportunity. Yeah, and no, absolutely. Uh, they are, all of them and they're four very good examples of people who have seriously up for
0: it well Simon's really loved in, in his area in fact I was there that's where we last chatted that's right at his launch so yeah no and I've, I've been out campaigning there and it's great I mean well, I haven't actually been down to Twickenham yet what's the vibe you're, obviously you're meant to say yeah, it's amazing everything's great well, everything's
1: great and beautiful obviously and we, what's the fight we like we didn't that? see so there are various places where I've been exposed to the people um, a little bit last night and others where you just go to an event and it you know, isn't one of those sorts of things so I wouldn't like to um, confidently state that I know for sure, but uh, you know that Gray's big employer, um, and uh, very, very clear that the people there were very supportive of him, and very, very worried about the direction of the country, yeah. worried about what the single market means for them, um, uh, and indeed what being out of it would mean for them. Indeed, you know that company has got a um, uh, you know big export market in the states. They're desperate to get into to Europe, but they're just holding back until they know what's coming, and if it's too expensive, they probably won't bother. They'll do something else.
0: Do you, do you feel like... I don't know about... I don't know about you, but for me, it feels like Brexit has just... not necessarily been wiped off the agenda, but it just doesn't seem like it's... It as, as uh I don't know. It's passionately on people's minds. It was prior to the general yeah, election. It I just feels it, like it's been. I think it is. But
1: I think there's a sense in which there's the whitewash maybe steamrolled The Steam idea roll. that okay, people yeah. are being effectively told you no longer are allowed an opinion. Yeah. Um, it's done and dusted. Stop complaining. And you know it is right to complain about the government's choices. That's the job of a an opposition and to challenge them to make better ones. And uh, the notion that you have to accept Theresa May's interpretation of that vote last year um, uh, unquestioningly mm. um, i think that's that 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 is to deny democracy actually yeah. Yeah. It is to deny proper debate and i think what we're now experiencing the last two weeks is this opportunity to provide people with some hope you know what well, it doesn't need to end this way
0: and and how do you feel about the the polls at the moment obviously as an activist myself it's a bit disheartening but i mean where well, where, we, where we headed, 7% on the polls? It's, yeah,
1: yeah, well, I mean, actually, the polls of the weekend have been an improvement. Um, and so we are up in, I think, all three of the ones of the weekend. Yeah. But it, there's no two ways about it. I mean, I think that, um, you know, the, the kind of result of the um, local elections, which, you know, predicted a Tory landslide... Created a kind of a sort of chilling effect for a week or so. Um, yeah. I think now people are in a position where they know votes are going to be cast in three, four days' time for a lot yeah. of people, um, and in two Maybe and a and two half weeks six, right? for the rest. Yeah, for the and that that means that um, people are now people? aware that yeah, there is somebody the offering them some hope, yeah. and we're yeah. an opportunity yeah. to pro- provide yeah. that. Yeah. I also think that the the Conservatives. Yeah. 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 You know, um, recklessness, um, foolishness, and heartlessness over the dementia tax and other things as well, beginning to remove from them that sense of safety. I think some people felt about voting for them. So, uh, everything's to play for, and I'm very optimistic.
0: Yeah, because obviously, we got um, a bit of a taste of what Labour are capable of tonight in, well, you know, (laughs) one strand. do you feel like their battle that they're, they're taking to the uh, tories is in any way benefiting us yeah, at the moment think exposing trees
1: i think that i mean so first of all i mean we were the first people no, no, to speak know, out you know, against you know, the dementia so, tax indeed to call it out, yeah. for yeah. out for being that and we're the only people yeah. with a you know a costed yeah. alternative yeah. as to how you would avoid it you know yeah. so yeah. having yeah. a care cap of £72,000, which is very, very clear, um, and something which we supported and got very close to achieving in government, um, and that we've got an intelligent, costed way of paying for it, through a penny on income tax for health and social care, um, it makes us uh, in a position where we're doing more than just complaining about it, we have a clear alternative to it. Yeah.
0: Right. Okay. We're going to start the Limehouse podcast. Right. <laughs> we're at, we're out on the street because I can't be bothered to sit in my um, studio back home. My really multi million million pound studio. All
2: the soundproofing. Yeah. I'm yeah.
0: um, I'm here with Bobby Dean, the lifelong um, peer of the realm. Um, what what are we doing at the moment, Bob? Or what have we just finished doing, rather?
2: Uh, we've been out on the streets of Burmese, actually, around Soho docks area uh, this evening, trying to bring back Simon Hughes. Um, going well. Lots of posters up, lots of signboards up. There's a good feeling. Yeah. I think we might bring him back.
0: Yeah, no, I, I get that feeling too, mate. I'm just wondering um, how bad it is to come from like Lewisham, uh, which is a pretty strong Labour area, to somewhere like here that is just literally every maybe third door is a Liberal Democrat, you know, and the people taking posters off us. It's quite exciting.
2: Yeah, it is. And it's, a, it's an inspiration for me, personally. I mean, what, what a testament to the hard work Simon did over 32 years to see how much of the community supports him and it just goes so you could do that anywhere I mean there's there is no natural territory for us it's where we work hard it's where we get our message across that we win and Simon's managed to do it in this end of South East London and I would like to do it in another end of South East London one day as well.
0: Yeah I'm sure you will um, go Bobby Dean. Um, so the I was um, having a chat with you on the phone yesterday because I was a bit despondent about the um, the polls. Yeah. But then I was reading an article um, by Mark Pack. Mark Pack, what a lovely guy! Yeah. Uh, I genuinely I mean that. I sometimes come across quite, quite sarcastic, but I do mean it. Um, but um, and he was saying, look, if we're going to build a, a party properly, we've got to uh, get a core vote going. And I think this is kind of what this election is going to be about, isn't it?
2: Definitely. Probably
0: why the 7% is where it is, you know?
2: Yeah, well, I've, I've got a confession to make. Uh, being, oh. a, being the political geek I am, I actually wrote my dissertation about Liberal Democrat Party strategy uh, when I was 20, 21 years old, and I interviewed Mark Pat back then, so that was a few years ago. Oh. And this is one of the things that we were saying. We said it's all well and great that we've built up some of these seats based on local champions that put in really great hard work and you know those are deserving representatives but what we also need to focus on is people understanding what our message is what our beliefs are and building up a voting base on that and I think yeah. some people were speculating whether or not the Brexit strategy has worked this time um, in terms of it turning immediately into votes and it might not have done this time around but what it has been effective at is telling the nation what we stand for and we're, we're an outward looking party we're internationalists we believe in cooperating with uh, our partners and neighbours uh, across the seas and hopefully that will stay in people's minds and when it comes to the next election people already know that about us and yeah. our, our task now is to build on that and get people to understand what the rest of our values are you know openness, tolerance, freedom internationalism and so on.
0: Yeah No. I mean also it's, it's, it, I, I feel like it's important because I do a lot of I do a lot of listening to podcasts, I do a lot of listening to the news, and fundamentally the media are not picking up on what, in certain constituencies, the Liberal Democrats are doing, what they're achieving, the doors they're knocking on, the grassroots campaign that's being um, swaged out there, because the media don't want to pick up on it, because we haven't got the freaking money, <laughs> you know, we haven't got those massive, like, you know, don- donations that the other parties have, and obviously it's a two, it's a two-horse race, uh, you know, in a first-past-the-post system so the media aren't really used to fo- focusing on like um, sort of three, four, five parties and it feels to me like we're getting kind of almost crapped on a little bit because of that but we'll see on the 8th of June what's, what's your What's your prospect? Sorry, what's your feeling of the 8th of June? What's going to happen?
2: Well, I mean, we're in a position at the moment where it could be anything between 5 and 25 seats. Um, Obviously, the poll numbers overall uh, are around about sort of 10% at the moment. But the Liberal Democrats have never been a great party to sort of extrapolate from the national polls directly from because we have such hard-working local campaigns and, you know, it's where our vote comes in that matters the most. I think even in 97 we only had around a similar figure and we returned dozens of MPs. So yeah. um, it's worth knowing that we, you can't directly transfer the percentage of share of the vote that's showing up in national polls to us and I think sometimes it also doesn't pick up on things like you know, how powerful Simon Hughes is in terms of a community figure here and in other places across the country as well. Yeah, so yeah, so means- I'm feeling I'm still feeling optimistic that we can We can turn it around, and we can get a result better than people 's expectations, um, maybe in a way it's a good thing that people 's expectations aren't too high at the moment because it means that we 're going to knuckle down and concentrate on where we can win, and we won't spread ourselves too thinly we will we'll work hard in the places we need to work hard and yeah i think I think we might be pleasantly surprised come come Thursday, come Friday morning
0: yeah no, I, I feel that i mean I, I did it. I, I put a little tweet out, which anyone can can, can do, obviously, uh, but follow us on the Limehouse pod. Limehouse pod on Twitter. But I put a little tweet out saying that in two years we're gonna be vindicated. Definitely. I think in two years time. Obviously, I heard Jonathan Friedland saying on The Guardian of the Day that he thinks his election's come two years too early for the Lib Dems. Um, but what you were saying earlier about getting at least we're getting the message out there.
2: Yeah, pe- that's pe- people I've I've seen clearly what our values are this election Um, and we've put our marker in the sand about where we sit on this EU debate as well and I think the point about Iraq war is quite relevant. Um, we, We called out the Iraq war for being a bad thing quite early on. The two major parties were determined to go ahead with it and voted it through and a few years down the line when it did start to go wrong I think people recognised that Liberal Democrats are on the right side of that argument and I don't want things to go wrong in this country but I fear that they will the, the type of Brexit that the Conservatives are pursuing will be disastrous. Um, Labour are enabling that at the moment. You know, In their manifesto, they're committing pretty much to take us out of the single market. I think that will be disastrous. Yeah. And in a few years' time, when those things do start to unravel, hopefully people will look at us again and go, actually, they were on the right side of the debate at, from the start of this. And, and we will get that support um, at that time when, when people need us. And yeah. maybe right now it just feels a little bit distant little bit theoretical but when that starts to become real I, i'm confident we're on the right side of the argument here so i'm trying to make this um
0: a, a, re, a pretty partisan episode as you can probably <laughs> uh, uh probably you can probably make out if
2: you're hard labor you might want to switch off soon <laughs> but
0: um my i don't because I, I, mean, I know you've got your uh, hustings on thursday but if um because we've been out campaigning this evening and my knees are creaking i'm a gardener What would you say, if we've got a week to go tomorrow, that's Thursday, what would be your message to anybody that's looking to come out and help?
2: That that we've got so many places at the moment that are probably within 1% either way of us being able to win or lose. And if people think back to how much work we put into places like Richmond Park when we won that uh, late last year, that's what we need to do in all of our target constituencies now. Everybody needs to understand that, hey, we just spotted another poster on the way back. One yeah, that's one Will put up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so Will's hard labour has been on the streets of uh, Summit Keys. Yeah, as I was saying, we know that we can win in lots of places, but we now need to treat these like by elections, the same way we did in Richmond Park. Everybody in the surrounding areas, get into those places, work as hard as you can, and the results will pay off. We've had had reward for our hard work over the course of the last couple of years in local council by election victories across the country, in the Richmond Park victory, in doubling the size of our membership. The party is on the up. Don't let the the polling and the media let you think that we're not moving in the right direction because we are. And if you put the work in the last week we can get the reward for it
0: well said sir that's marvelous that's kind of how i feel and especially walking around if if you do have the opportunity to go to to move yourself into um, a campaigning area that is a really tight um, fight then i suggest you do it because it gives you kind of like the incentive because you're knocking on doors that people want to you know they want to vote lib them. just take this constituency for example bermondsey there are people going oh yeah, I'm i'm gonna vote
2: I'm going to vote, Simon. And it really makes you feel good. Gets, gets you motivated, makes you realise that there are people on our side there and it makes you realise that you can win people over. The first door that I knocked on tonight was with a new canvasser. So she just side by side with us just to see how it went. And they answered and they said, um, yeah, we're thinking about it. We're not quite sure yet. And then we just started having a chat about Simon Hughes and... Uh, the husband comes to the door and said, "Oh, he comes to the same church as us. Uh, we really like Simon, and they were talking about the time that they helped him move house when they had a young baby. And you know that thing makes that sort of thing makes a difference. And by the end of the conversation, they took a poster and they're with us as well. So that's the difference you can make. You can just yeah. remind people of the hard work that people like Simon have done, and and uh, yeah, you can you can get the People on your side, and hopefully that'll pay off on June and eighth.
0: Yeah, and I know we've got some listeners up in Scotland as well. So, guys, Willie Rennie, hello. Uh, Joe Swinson, you know, go, go if you can,
2: guys. Just even if it's just blimmin' stuffing, stuffing envelopes, you know. Or if you're um, too far away from the constituency, get in contact with the office. Get a phone number. Get on the phones. Phones is almost more efficient than tapes in the streets sometimes at this end of the campaign. You can, you can do four streets that are ten minutes walk apart in ten minutes if you've got a phone number. So Don't say it. that. I've just been <laughs> out busting my, my ass. Yeah. Get, get get on the phones. No matter where you are, you can contribute to a campaign where it really makes a difference. Yeah. So, um, you've got
0: your first... Um, Bobby's got his first hustings on Thursday. No, it's not your first, it's your second. It's my second. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're just saying goodbye to our fellow campaigner. See, see, you, see, you next, see you next week. Um, and, yeah, so you've got your second hustings coming up. Yep. Um, uh, how, are you, how are you feeling? I mean, it means a lot to me because, you know, we've been doing this pod a little while. Yeah. And um, so, obviously, there's the a journey for the listener as well. So, you know. It's, yeah, it's, I
2: suppose you have trapped me in a way, actually, yeah. yeah. Um, Not in a weird way, Bobby. <laughs> although you're a very handsome man. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to this one more than I was the last one. The last one was the first first one and I was a bit nervous and I didn't know exactly how it was going to go. And I got the first one out of the way and it made me feel like, oh, okay, this is quite similar to what I've always done. I, I talk to people about what I care about and people ask me questions and then I tell them what I think about those questions. And actually, when you put it like that, it's a lot simpler than... Then you might build it up to be in your yeah. head. Um, yeah. So I'm looking forward to this one. Hopefully, there'll be people there, and hopefully, people will hear my voice. And if, that, if I don't change their mind on the night, at least they might think that you know I'm somebody to consider in the future. And yeah, uh, yeah, we can keep winning these people over over time. Yeah, no,
0: I, I agree with you, mate. And I, I'm I, just so you know, as a listener, I'm going to be trying to get some of Bobby's um, hustings as well, some of the some of the uh, back and forth there with uh, Vicky Foxcroft uh, as well. She's going to be there, the uh, Labour PPC. So yeah, um, I suppose we could leave it at that, um, unless there's anything you want to specifically bring up and talk about.
2: No, I, th- I, th- I think we've got it all. The most important thing everybody could be doing right now is getting out there. So please, please do it. You can make a big, big difference. It's true. It's true. I'm, I'm living proof. I,
0: I single-handedly um, won Sarah Olney a seat in Richmond Park. That's all down to me. Nobody else. I'm joking. But anyway, that's been the Limehouse podcast for this week and we're uh, going to say goodbye from the streets of Burmesey as uh, we go into Surrey Keys, and it's a beautiful sunset. So... God is on our side. Oh,
2: this is romantic, now isn't it? It's yeah,
0: it's very romantic. I'm a romantic person. Anyway, say goodbye, Bobby. Bye, bye, listeners. Oh, and before I go, actually, because um, I'm not going to go home and do this in the studio, it's just it's just too much time. Um, check check out the Facebook page, obviously. Um, email the show, the Limehouse Podcast at gmail.com, and find us on Twitter. That's Limehouse Pod. And yes, uh, hello to Jason Isaacs and uh, Steve Little. Ciao, ciao.
1: Well look, you've heard my arguments. I'll give you the final say over the Brexit deal. I will put a penny on income tax for the NHS and I will stand up for the Conservatives over the dementia tax and everything else. Now, Amber Rudd is up next. She is not the Prime Minister. The Prime Minister is not here tonight. She can't be bothered. So why should you? In fact, Bake Off is on BBC2 next. Why not make yourself, why not make yourself a brew? You are not worth Theresa May's time. Don't give her yours.